Welcome to The Common Rounds, medical education for medical students by medical students. And welcome to this last episode of Eye Diseases of, of the entire Neuro series. And we'll finish off by talking about acute macular degeneration, which is a degenerative disease of the macula of the retina, which results in loss of central vision. The macula, macula is a region of the highest concentration of color receptors, the cones, which are responsible for high acuity vision. And uh, this visual impairment, as you would have, uh, as you can imagine, is a major health burden for the elderly because it's one of those diseases that's most prevalent in older people because of this limits activity and hence the independence. And this is set to increase with uh, an aging population. It's also the leading cause of blindness in the world. In fact, in Australia, in 2010, just over a million people had had the disease. And in the US, UK and Australia, in people who are above the age of 84, there's a 13% prevalence. So there are two types of macular degeneration that's dry and wet. The dry type is characterized by subretinal deposits of drusen, which could be soft or hard. The hard drusen are small deposits of uh, extracellular debris, lipid or um, collagen. And this drusen may, re- may regress spontaneously or they may actually result in the uh, atrophy of the retinal pigment epithelium. It's a normal result of aging and and uh, there's no association with an increase of risk of uh, advanced macular degeneration. On the other hand, soft drusen have a better association with uh, vision loss and progression to advanced disease. They're large, pale, yellow, gray, white uh, regions in the retina that seem to be that seem to represent detachments from the back of the eye. The pathophysiology of this condition is um, incompletely understood, but there's a direct correlation between the number of soft drusen deposits, their size, and the progression to advanced disease. And soft drusen and uh, dry acute macular degeneration can progress to wet macular degeneration. The dry type of this disease is slow and progressive. On the other hand, the wet type uh, carries an increased risk with soft drusen, as uh, we've already mentioned, uh, and it's called wet because of an increase in vascularization of regions underneath the retina, so the subretinal space. This increase in vascularization is very similar to diabetic retinopathy as um, we talked about in one of the previous episodes. This hemorrhage leads to pools of blood under the retina and the vascular endothelial growth factor is responsible for, uh, is thought to be responsible for uh, an increase in angiogenesis just like in diabetic retinopathy. In advanced disease where vision is affected quite severely, the wet type is more prevalent and responsible for a higher number of a high proportion of cases of blindness and as you can imagine when if the macula is uh, affected the central region of vision is affected the most i'll quickly talk about the risk factors which include age smoking family history cardiovascular disease there's an association with it there's an association with diet trauma to the eye some medications like aspirin um, heavy alcohol consumption and there's a not very strong association between sedentary lifestyles and high uh, body mass index. Now, I'll go back to family history a bit and talk about the genetic basis for this disease. There seems to be an association with polymorphisms in genes that are responsible for the pathways in several um, metabolic pathways, such as lipid metabol- metabolism and collagen and extracellular matrix synthesis. At the same time, angiogenesis also seems to be um, affected quite a bit uh, in terms of polymorphisms and very interestingly polymorphisms in the immune pathways seem to have a, a strong association with uh, the disease and uh, this, these are polymorphisms in pathways such as the complement and uh, regulatory mechanisms. Inflammatory pathways are also associated with it so hence there's a very strong genetical basis to this disease. The clinical presentation of the disease um, we will divide into signs and symptoms once again 
the symptoms are pretty straightforward there's a gradual loss of vision mostly in the central area and it could be in one eye or both eyes and because of this there's a reduction in ability to do work so patients complain about how they're finding it hard to do work because of their loss of vision the loss of vision can be acute which happens in wet macular degeneration the signs that you'd see in clinic would be uh, the patient can't see straight lines it's distorted so they're unable to recognize these recognize that these line the lines that they presented with are distorted and they may have uh, presence of a scotoma, which is a region in the visual field that the patient's unable to see anymore, and they may not notice it. To diagnose this condition, uh, you have to investigate the role of uh, the rate of vision loss and the type of vision loss, sort of um, eliminate all the other causes of blindness or vision loss, especially in elderly patients who can get uh, rates of strokes and transient ischemic infarct. An ophthalmic evaluation is also very useful. Uh, to visualize drusen in the dry subtype and uh, re subretinal fluid or hemorrhage in the wet subtype. An angiogram can also be performed with a contrast such as, such as fluorescein, which, uh, which is injected intravenously and visualized in the retina as sort of a hemorrhage. And finally, with the treatment of the condition, uh, because it's a progressive disease in the dry subtype, prevent, preventative factors are the most, efficient, most effective uh, eye hygiene and cardiovascular health and cessation of smoking because there's a high association of this disease with smoking. Interestingly enough, antioxidant vitamins and zinc seem to have a protective effect. The treatment of wet uh, AMD includes agents such as bevacizumab, which is a VEGF inhibitor, vascular endothelial growth factor inhibitor, uh, similar to diabetic retinopathy, which um, would help in the reduction of angiogenesis in, in the pathophysiology of the disease. Photodynamic therapy is uh, involves injection of an intravenous dye to make the retina more photosensitive and then ablating these pathogenic vessels with UV light and once again, lifestyle factors do play a big role in the, in, the, in the progression of this disease. So that's it for this short episode that would conclude our whole series on neurology. And, uh, and from this Wednesday, we're hoping you start on our cardiology segment. I hope all of this was useful and hope to see you soon on the cardiology side. Our episode today was put together by our executive producer Gautam and our co-editor Cindy. For notes, elective experiences, and much more study resources, visit our website on thecommonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.